When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dusty Bender Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chance Watson, with you as always, your other host, Taylor Wells. Episode 121 of the show coming at you guys, recording on October 12th, Thursday night, after, uh, what, three days into the NHL season now? That's right. And, uh, Taylor, we did not have a good night for our teams. Our fantasy teams got absolutely spanked, as well as... Our actual fucking teams. Yeah. So, yeah. Just uh, just one of those days, you know? Drink Couldn't be more happy. Couldn't be more happy the hockey's back, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I I mean, even even Morgan and I were sitting down watching it. So, you know, uh, everybody's into it. Good yes. Shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, folks, before we get into the hockey talk today, we got a few announcements to make. First off, we have some people to thank for the support in the show. First off, as always, the Hockey Podcast Network, uh, part of God, just so many wonderful other podcasts out there. Um, I think we're at over 100 podcasts that are a part of the network now, spon- uh, talking about every team under the sun. It seems like I, I think we're almost there, and if not, we're getting close uh, for a podcast for every single one of those teams. So jump on over to the hockeypodcastnetwork.com and check out all of the fantastic podcasts that we have. And by the way, while you're on there, maybe give the uh, Dusty Bender one uh, a like and a follow or a subscription on YouTube or Spotify or whatever the hell you listen to our show on. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, folks, we've got the Hub Tavern. Folks, the Hub Tavern is your home away from home, the hockey bar in Spokane, Washington, on Monroe, part of the Seattle Kraken Anchor Alliance. So that means they are, it's, it's, uh, what is, what are you saying, good? It's official. It's official. That's official. Uh, yes, officially a part of the Anchor Alliance and one of the sponsored bars by the Seattle Kraken. Folks, the Hub Tavern is just, you're absolutely the best hockey bar ever, the best dive bar that you'll ever find ever. And uh, it, once you walk in, you're going to be greeted by Dave or one of the other many friendly people behind the bar, and you'll you'll never want to leave. You'll want to sit there and drink cheap beers, cash only, by the way, uh, the entire time you're there. And whether it be a, a siren going by or Jared McCann just potting a fucking goal, you're going to be getting some discounts too. So go on into the Hub Tavern and uh, have some fun. Watch some hockey. Oh, we'll get into it, but I mean, they're saving some money, not giving out too much shit over the last two cracking games. So, uh, yeah, no, there's no no reason to no reason to hand anything out for those last couple wins. I was I was there for the uh, that first game on Tuesday. Yes, there was there was one happy person in there, and he was rooting for the other team. So, oh, put him in the corner. That's that's accurate. Uh, also, next up, folks, longtime listener, longtime supporter of the show, John Miller, Fire Chief John Miller, supporting the show as always. Big shout out to John Miller. He's pretty happy tonight, even talking a little shit on the uh, on the old Twitter right now after we were complaining about the uh, 
what's the best way to put it? Anemic power play of the Seattle Kraken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, less less uh, articulate and fancy way of saying that would be they suck dick. Big old dickies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, John Miller taking a little victory lap there, but good for him, you know? Uh, Miller and the National Predators haven't had much to brag about lately, so that's that's good for them. I'm happy happy for him, and, uh, and you know, hopefully while he's sitting in the firehouse not doing anything because nothing catches on fire in the winter ever, uh, he can, you know, enjoy this win still. Well, I still hold by my, my uh, statement that they need to enjoy as many of the wins in the beginning of the season while everybody else is still rusty because uh, there's a good chance that that team is not very good after 20 games. So That's that's fair. I, I did feel like well, we'd talk about their first game because I, I did watch. I, you know, love love first night hockey, especially when there's only three games. You can kind of mm-hmm. they were staggered out purposely so you can watch them back to back to back. Um, so I was able to watch uh, all the games from the first night. And uh, yeah, I can talk a little bit about the Preds in that first game. Um, but yes, thank you, John Miller, for sponsoring the show. We very much appreciate it. And last but not least, folks, we have a brand new sponsor that we are bringing on the show. And Taylor, uh, you and I have frequented this establishment together back in college. That's right. Uh, folks, Manoray Cafe in downtown Spokane. This is the karaoke bar to end all karaoke bars, folks. But not only does this place have awesome karaoke and a fun atmosphere, but it also has some of the best pizza that you will find in downtown Spokane. Hell, mm. in Spokane in general, go in, grab a slice, great prices, absolutely fantastic staff. Folks, we can't get enough of Manoray Cafe. Been going there for a while. I personally been going there for quite a while. And Taylor and I, hell, one of our probably top 10 best memories that Taylor and I have had uh, were... Oh, yeah. Manoray Cafe. I can't tell you the song that I sung, but it, it was definitely. I mean, we had we had some we had a good time there. Yes, it was. That so. was that was the birth of uh, a but our mutual buddy of ours uh, night where he he gained his nickname Chase Elliott. Chase Elliott. Yep. All I all Sorry. I remember all I remember is our buddy just grabbing the mic, just like who else is up next? He just grabs it, just eyes closed, leans back. Chase Elliott in the house number nine. <laughs> and and at that Ooh. night, at that time, we had just learned that Chase Elliott was a NASCAR driver. Was a, a, a professional NASCAR driver, yeah. yeah we, we didn't even know who it was. Not, not only did we learn who he is, but we learned that our buddy does look vaguely like this man. So yeah. Thank God for <laughs> Google in 2014. Was it really 2014? Are we getting old? That sounds right. Nice. That well, does sound a, right. Yeah. Senior right. spring break, a senior year. God, what years fly by. Uh, so yes, um, absolutely, absolutely happy to have uh, Manta Ray Cafe on as a sponsor. And uh, shout out to the owner Jeff. Jeff, absolute beauty. Despite him being a Penguins fan, we absolutely mm. love it. Uh, <laughs> Tough loss first day, but you know he's yeah. That's we'll recover. Um, but also, and huge. Uh, we're gonna. You know what? He is at people who support local hockey is just absolutely fantastic to me. And uh, here in this area on this side of the state, Eastern Washington, uh, big supporters of the Spokane Chiefs, the WHL team. So uh, Jeff is a huge supporter of them as well. So we might be having a few stories from uh, upcoming Chiefs games as well. Sweet. Very cool. Yeah, welcome, welcome to the sh- welcome to the show. Thank Jeff you. And Manor A. Yep. Yes. Thank you. Thank you for supporting us. All right. Taylor. Are we, t- are we ready for hockey talk now? Fuck yeah, dude. Let's Fuck go. Yeah. All right. 
Well, let's get let's let's get the unpleasant part out of the way first before we get into hockey, because it has made the rounds in the the hockey sphere. Uh, and the NHL comes out. We kind of already knew something was going to happen with all of the big arguments going on last year regarding Pride Nights and whatnot. Uh, but the NHL has finally rolled out that they are no longer allowing players to use uh, Pride tape. Uh, we already knew that Pride jerseys were going away along with, you know, really any sort of themed warm-up jerseys or that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But now now they've even gone as far as to, uh, to, to issue a fine if players use Pride tape. And, and I'm a... I would assume that that has to carry over to other colors of tape that are other, other unique non-approved colors of tape. I would assume I haven't read, I haven't yeah. read the full rule. I mean, they, they specifically called out pride tape, but okay. a lot of the players were talking about, I think it was even McDavid was saying like, we can't even use camo. We can't even use, okay. um, you know, I, I think it was McDavid again, that brought up a, a good point about, um, like breast cancer awareness, yeah. right? Like they can't even put pink on on their sticks. Like I, I don't know. So um, as you, I mean, as you can tell by my my puck collection back here, I got two, uh, one crack and one Coyotes pride puck. So um, it hits it hits me a little bit. But I think as long as they're consistent with it, and and they basically say, okay, nobody's we we're not seeing any. You know, it's black or white. You know, um, yeah. I think I think that's that's fine. I think that's as good as we're gonna get. Um, yeah. So you and I have kind of you and I have kind of gone over this and talked about it, and and I don't. You know, uh, I think I, I've, I've personally calmed down a little bit since then. That's good. Uh, that's good. But, and and I and I've calmed down on it too because at the end of the day, this is this is a money situation. You 100%. know, the bean counters in the NHL sat there and ran the numbers, and they 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 figured that. Uh, Putting, putting this to bed and just banning all of this kind of stuff instead of allowing this argument to persist. Because you know what? R- regardless of what side of the fence you fell on that argument from last year about pride jerseys and who you're going to support and who you don't like and whatever, regardless of where you fell on that fence, I, I just don't like I, – I like hockey. I, I, hockey is an escape from reality. I don't like sure. talking about politics with my hockey. And they probably ran the numbers and they're like, okay, well, we lost a lot of fans – because of this, because, you know, politics is getting dragged into our sport. And we just don't want that. So I, I get it. It sucks that we're losing everything, you know, mm. um, because some of that stuff is fun. Uh, I, I'm not necessarily as invested in the pride stuff as you are, but absolutely have no problem with the nights happening. Yeah. Um, but it sucks that, you know, you're, like you said, breast cancer awareness night and all that kind of stuff. So veterans, um, man. Yeah. I mean, like everybody deserved to, to have a little bit of a pizza in the pie. Sure. Uh, but yeah, I think it's it the lesson that the two lessons I pulled from it is one Gary Bettman is always going to do the uh, fiscally responsible sure. decision. And number two, this is kind of what we get for not being able to get along with each other. Yeah. Be nice to it's Twitter, like dude. we Twitter couldn't. Is so toxic. It, it is. And that's and, and honestly, uh, so bad bi- businesses need business like business people in general need to stop making decisions based on feedback on Twitter. Uh, it's it's just not like Twitter. I, I understand Twitter has a lot of people on it. We are constantly on Twitter uh, to sure. get the message out of our show. I, it can be good. But Twitter, Twitter, social media, whatnot, like it, it in the grand scheme of things, it only has a very a small portion of the population that's on this planet and is not a you know true reflection of what 100% of people would think so uh, for better or for worse so in this particular case it just sucks that uh, we couldn't get along we couldn't get along on this issue it created 
a, a hubbub, you know, whether whether it was homophobes out there, you know, saying shitty stuff or, you know, really extreme people on the other side calling people who just didn't want to wear a rainbow flag homophobes. It, whatever side of the fence you fell on, it sucks that we could not get along to the point where Gary Bettman's like, yeah, I'm losing money because of this. We're not going to do anything anymore. Yeah. I think it's, it's unfortunate to see a lot of people who, you know, true blue fans and shit like that, yeah. that, you know, on both, on both sides. I mean, I, you yeah. know, I, I mean, to, to be honest with you, right? Like uh, people that don't really care about losing pride night might really care about veterans or, or, sure. or, you know, um, breast cancer. Right. So, I That's- mean, like we're we're all losing something, which is yeah. which is unfortunate that it had to get to this point. But and that's um, where exact that's exactly where I, I fall in that category of like I it's not like a pride night's going to stop me from going to a game. It's not sure. like I'm going to go to a pride night and be angry that people are where I, I'm supportive of them. I love that. It's just not as it's just not. You know, I come from a military family, so military pride nights a it, it's it's a cool thing for me. So right. that get, that sucks that that's gone. But I also you know. Um, my family has been affected by breast cancer, so that sucks too. You know, that's, that's gone. Um, yeah, it's, it sucks that those types of nights are going to go away because of this, because of this one isolated issue where a minority on one side couldn't get along with a minority on the other side. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. All right. That's, uh, that's all we got on that. Any other like hockey news before you want to dig into the start of the season? Um, not that I can think of. I, I am in the market if you're in the uh, Tacoma, Seattle area and need a, a guy that uh, on your beer league team that like doesn't have to pay dues or something. Like I can skate, so perfect. Um, just let me know. I'm not paying thirteen hundred fucking dollars, which is what men's. That's so now, much so. money. I ain't doing that shit. So if you want a guy that's just free and um, you know will score a goal or two every seven games, you just let me know. Just need a need a. I think they call them uh, not fillers, but uh, fucking benders do that. Yeah, well, well, I <laughs> yeah. mean, we're already there. Yeah. Um, no, that's good. Uh, speaking of that area, though, uh, one more plug that we have before we get into the hockey stuff. Uh, you and I are going to be seeing each other with our old buddy Kyle Watney. Yeah. Next Tuesday, we're uh, just reminding everybody that we are the Dusty Bender Crew is going to be in downtown Seattle for the Kraken home opener against the Colorado Avalanche. Hell yeah, man! We'll be uh, we'll be crashing downtown too. We're gonna be with a fucking Avs fan though. So he doesn't like, he he he's really on the fence of that. Like he grew up he's he's in the same boat as me. All right. Like he okay, grew up an Avs you. fan. I grew up a Red Wings fan. Like it's it's hard to completely get away from. The, you can see my you can see oh wait other side there we go right right there you can see my yeah. Red Wings stuff. Well, fuck, so, like, I'm I, wearing a Duck shirt today, so there you go, there you go. So yeah, I, I, I I'm with you grew up grew up it's it's you can't just like cut that team out for the rest of your life but we all supportive of the kraken and and honestly i was kind of giving him shit because i was like what jersey are you gonna wear he's like might just be neutral i'm like you can't be neutral dude you can't be the guy that wears like a fucking <laughs> penguins jersey to a avs kraken game bro Come on. I'll, I'll bring my i'll bring my usa usa jersey there you go that I that's gotta... the that's the equivalent of i just want everyone to have fun Oh, I love everyone here. <laughs> um, yeah, I have some. I have some random ones too. Like I got a Marty St. Louis Tampa jersey. Oh, that's a good so one. So I've I've pulled that one out before at, at Yotes games where it doesn't fucking matter. I paid twenty bucks for lower bowl. Right. You know, oh, I've I'll, got I'll wear whatever jersey I want. There, I wish there were more opportunities where I could wear some of my sick, unique jerseys that make no sense whatsoever. Um, I used to have a Guinness one. Ooh, that Guinness jersey was sick. That's sick. 
It was. It had like the. It had like the toucan, you know, like the Guinness toucan that makes no sense. Like the bird. Yeah. Yeah. Guinness's like unofficial mascot is like a toucan. Oh, I'm I swear. I'm not. I'm not really joking is? about this. I swear. I swear. Oh Look it up. God. Look All it up. Right. It's like a toucan. Um, I was thinking like two beer cans, but you're saying no, it's I have, a fucking bird. I have absolutely no idea why. I have I know nothing about the history behind it, but it is like it's it's their thing. Like again, like a toucan with a Guinness, Guinness toucan. What the fuck, dude? dude? It's a thing. I swear. What in the world? He's got a beer on his beak. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, he's super cool. I've almost thought about like oh. I was thinking about for one of my uh, like if I ever get a dumb tattoo, I was thinking about getting the the Guinness toucan. Dude, I would get that with you. Are we doing Perfect. that first game? All right, this is I'll... sick as fuck, dude. All right, if well, if you and I are getting it, then Watney's already getting roped in. So if he listens to this uh, Tuesday, a tattoo, bub. Tuesdays we're getting a tattoo of the Guinness toucan. So there you go. Here we go. Tuesday, Tuesday toucans. <laughs> there you go. I like man. that. I like that. That's pretty good. That would be a good uh, man. Manta Ray Hub, take note. Tuesday two cans. Two 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 can two cans two can Tuesday. One. Whoa! Fuck, man. We should probably just buy a bar. We should. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I really I do. Think so. I think that we should. That's probably our calling. Yeah. And we can record our podcast out of it. Play everything but hockey at it, from, just to be ironic. That would be that. God, that would be too ironic. That that would be like that oh, South. Okay. That's like that South Park like sarcastic ball. Yeah. yeah this is uh, such a hockey bar uh, yeah let's do it all right sounds good all right without further ado let's jump on into some hockey because folks we are back and sure are. we're only three days into the season and we've got some crazy shit to talk about honestly it's just it's insanity it's I, I think everybody like even the players were just like building up. They were just getting edged, you know, like it felt like did it didn't it feel like this was like the longest preseason we've had. Someone else said that. And no, it didn't. I don't, really? I, it really didn't feel that uh, bad to me. To me, it felt so like they, they had five. Why are we playing five preseason games? That's so many. Dude, that's, that's too not, many games. That's not that bad. It's so bad. It's, you have to. I mean, teams have to be able to. You, like, three games. Long. Three games. No, that's three not games. enough time. That's not yep. enough time. Yep. No. Yep. Absolutely. No. But that's between they, between training camp and three tune-up games. You know exactly who your opening night roster is. I. You know. I. The only way I would agree to three games, is if. Like what they do in the NFL, they'll do joint practices. Right. So you you're essentially you have the opportunity to do a scrimmage against the other team. Right. So like Anaheim would do a joint practice with L.A. And then they, you know, but the hockey ring's too small to do. Well, aren't those like that. aren't those like the split game things? Um, Split roster games? No, not really. I think they 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 pretty much treat them like they pretty much treat them like just a scrimmage. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I don't. I don't know a ton of football and stuff, but you know, I mean, like Seahawks would go scrimmage the the Rams, and doesn't technically count towards preseason. They're doing some drills and looking at some guys, but then I think they scrimmage at the end, kind of shit. Okay. Um, so I mean, like that, that that three games just isn't quite enough to to see guys in actual game action. Man. I just I just I, I don't know I'm if it's th- enough. My point is that by the time camp is over, like 
coaches already have a decent idea who's on the roster. And then preseason games, like by the by the fourth and fifth one, you're basically just like calling up guys that aren't going to make the roster so they can tell their mom that I wore my pro team's jersey before I got sent back to the fucking AHL. Yeah, I, but I think I think some teams even played like seven, dude. That's so. That's too that's, many. That's so that's many. that's fine. I'm okay with that's that being too many. But I mean, like the first two are basically okay. You know, we saw these guys in training camp. What do they look like in a game setting? Okay, this guy clearly needs to go down, right? He was hungover and looked like shit. Um, you know, and then and then you kind of start to sprinkle in those guys. So I, have, I think four or five is fine, dude. I mean, that's that's a week and a half. All right, I I don't I I still disagree with you. I think three is enough, but I I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I mean that's why you'll never be a coach, bro. That's that's not true. <laughs> it's not true, <laughs> actually. I uh, uh, coached the University of Idaho Vandals mm-hmm. hockey team to their only Pulaski in the last ten years. So. Oh, that's not true. And you want to know why I know that? Uh, how how do you know that? Because we want there was Pulaski's before you even got there, dude. Bro, so we're old. Been... I was I the coach for four. In. Think about it. I was the coach for. So we never won it when I was there. So that's four years. Mm. And then we won it once during the four years that I coached. So that's eight years. And then it's been definitely two years since that. So 10 years. Mm. No, it was. I, you're just. I, you're. You know, you went to college for like eight years, right? Well, yeah. I, was a doctor. <laughs> I, got, my doctorate. I got my doctorate in uh, beer studies. <laughs> Like you, when, if you said you won the Pulaski your freshman year, uh, that doesn't mean anything to me. I wasn't there yet. You weren't even alive yet. Dude. No, I... <laughs> you were barely born. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. Uh, for those who are very confused, University of Idaho college hockey plays a rivalry. Used to play a rivalry game with Boise State, and the 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 trophy was a Pulaski, uh, like that the the firefighting axe. tool. Yeah, yeah. Axe. axe. Right. Yeah. So, in any case, um, yeah, so that was my big accomplishment as a coach. There you go. I got kicked out of I, – I probably coached, like, four games when my wrist was all fucked up, and I got kicked out of two of them. I still, I still remember that thrift store suit you bought, like, long, literally yeah. before the I game. I had it for a long time, man. It was, like, it was mustard a yellow. Yeah, it was yeah, – I was great. God, I remember that like it was yesterday. Good times. All right, talking about actual hockey players that sure. know how to know to, how to actually do it. Yeah. So let's start with uh, kind of. We're just going to hit highlights. We're not going to go game by game necessarily. We're just going to talk about interesting stuff and and what we've kind of seen so far going into the. It's it's still early. Everything. I think that's a good preface here. Mm-hmm. We're we're one to two games in. Nobody needs to panic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nobody needs to. T- everything that we say right now, whether it be good or bad take it with a grain of salt like this is i mean shit how many years in a row have we seen like buffalo go you know 10 and 4 and then immediately shit the bed afterward sure so take it all with a grain of salt don't necessarily freak out or or you know if you're the vancouver canucks you're like uh we're fucking going to the cup yeah pretty sure they're winning the cup right yeah yeah because we just yeah. kicked the shit out of uh we just kicked the fucking shit out of them uh, the Oilers, um, and now we're. Yeah, I mean, but, but Vancouver will decide to go fucking lose to the Sharks next game or something, right? So. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. All right, so Tuesday night, I actually because of just how these games are staggered out, which, uh, and this can kind of talk about our like kind of running talk about their coverage too, mm-hmm. like 
all the games were on ESPN, so I didn't have to, you know, give right. my give my computer the digital version of AIDS mm-hmm. by looking up syphilis. Yeah, it's syphilis of of going onto the dark web to find streams. Uh, I was able to see that games were staggered. Mm-hmm. Like when one when one began, the the only thing that fucked it up was the Golden Knights Cup ceremony, and as as annoying as it was to like have the game start like. 50 minutes after it was supposed to i get it it's your cup you're bragging fine but i I love i love the staggered start i was able to watch everything from basically first to last and the coverage was fine i i did not this is just me being selfish on the west coast i did not like the Nashville Lightning game being so fucking early in the day, man. I don't mind it. That's the first game of the year. What the fuck am I supposed to do? I I instantly have to watch the replay, right? Like I I can't watch that shit at work. That's you know? fair. Like what the what the fuck are you thinking? But East but East Coast fans are gonna appreciate that, and and the majority of the fan bases for those teams are over there. Yeah, well they can fuck off. That's and it's that's what they. Them. It's about me. And that's what they say about us when we, you know, like we were getting pissy when the Kraken Golden Knights game was starting at, you know, 8, 10. But for them, it was starting at like fucking midnight, you know, oh, that does suck. Yeah. So it's it's a double edged sword. I, I get it. I, I don't. And then I don't think that there's a right answer. I don't think you can make everybody happy. In fact, the game that drew the most people was the Blackhawks Penguins game. Because everyone could watch it. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was right in that sweet spot. So, mm-hmm. 1. Um, 4, I think I saw like one point four million. Uh, best like, that. like the greatest opening night hockey game for ESPN ever. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So a lot yeah. of people tuned into it, and I think also you know Chicago and Pittsburgh have two big bandwagon fan bases. Sure. That wasn't an insult. It's just those teams have been it's successful in the last 10, 15 years. Mm-hmm. They've got large fan bases. Um, Everybody lo- and everybody wanted to see Bedard versus Crosby because it's it's been marketed as like you know them passing in the night kind of thing, sure. handing off the torch, yeah. Sid the kid to Bedard the. I almost called him Bedard the bastard, and then I immediately thought of like Game of Thrones. You ever seen uh, or you ever listened to the podcast uh, Behind the Bastards? No. Oh, you would like it. It's got a lot of history in it. Sorry, that's oh. way off topic, but you would like it. Okay, okay. It's, it's, okay. Got, it's got some comedy to it. Anyways, my, uh, my, yes. Yeah, uh, so, okay. Um, first game of the day, the Preds Lightning. I, I watched this game uh, almost front to back from uh, at Manta Ray, uh, and I fucking was... You were fucking. <sighs> yeah, how do I... It's In short, the Lightning are still good. Goaltending could be a problem you know, on a long-term scale. Like the only reason that game was close is because uh, because Vasilevsky's not in the goal. Sure. Um, but the Preds look solid. They held their own. It was it was a good. It wasn't like oh, Lightning are just kicking the shit out of the Predators from start to finish. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly looks solid. Yeah, I mean, and, play, yeah, playing with Forsberg definitely definitely helps. Those, those guys, those two can click a little bit. That's a decent little two. Yeah. Um, and then the big surprise from that night was uh, two goals from Paul. Uh, yeah, Nick Paul. Yeah, Nick Paul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Nice little surprise for the Tampa Bay Lightning. They can they somehow find a way to keep getting depth. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, it's good coaching. Yeah. 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 Um, 
Yossi Soros is a fucking beast. Yeah, I. It's tough to look at five goals, but I know it's still fucking good, man. Well, he just got a shutout tonight. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, and here, here's a, a, a quick shout out. We'll move on, but um, Predators have three goals in back to back games, and I was not feeling that offense. But I mean, it's two games, but I mean, they're 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 gonna they're gonna be a little bit of a problem. I think them and. And Coyotes are going to be a little bit of a problem for some people, especially early in the season. So that's a great comparison. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. they're going to be. They're going to be. You know, they're going to be that little itch. You know what I mean? They're going to. Yep. Kind of, they're going to come in and they're. They're. You know, you might beat them. You know, three two, but they're. You're not going to feel super good about that win. No, right? you're going to be like, okay, they they played us pretty hard. Like we had to we had to work harder from that than we thought we were going to have. Yeah, to. this team should be dead fucking last, right? And they just they just played us good, and they're. I think yep. they're going to do that all year. Yep. So, uh, I agree. Good yeah. good news. Hope for the Preds fans. Yeah, big time. Definitely. All right, the big marquee fucking thing. Uh, Connor Bedard did uh, stuff. Some stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so he did a couple things. Yeah. I, there was also a hockey game, but mostly Connor Bedard. Hmm. Yeah. Like there, some other people skated and some other people scored goals, but, but Connor Bedard was on the ice. Sure. Uh, he did play and, uh, yeah. I was asked by my wife how old he is. 12. Um, that is the exact age that she guessed. Uh-huh. She was like, they can't be 12 years old playing, right? And I was like, fuck no. No. Well, he looks 12, dude. He, he does. Looks fucking uh- 12. A, a, a Chicago Blackhawks friend of mine was trying to tell me that like they reported him at camp as like 5'10", 185. And I'm like, someone is lying through their fucking teeth. Dude, I'm I am five like nine yeah. and a half. And so that's like that's, shit. Yeah, I'll go back that's like, back with him. That's we'll shit that I that, that that's no way. That's exactly what I put on my fucking uh, dating profile. Sure. Yeah, I'm, well, I'm, <laughs> six, I'm six two on mine, but oh, 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 no, not being, not being any sort of, just not hiding it, just, just going straight for it. Yeah, well, that's what I put on my. Uh, there's, there's a new like golf buddy Tinder right now, so <laughs> that's what I put on there. Six you two. To... I'm a zero. You know, I'm a scratch golfer. Uh, gotcha. I show up and it's just my fat little short ass, and I suck. <laughs> But yeah, I I mean huh? the only th- the only thing you you and I kind of talked about it. He um it's his first game, right? First game against yeah. his boyhood hero. Right. right? Super super cool, super cool little setup. Um little cringy what they did at the beginning like, "Oh, welcome to your first NHL game and and Crosby, welcome to your welcome back or so whatever the fuck he yeah. said." But that was a little cringy, but it's like whatever, dude. I mean, it's, it it was Macaulay, what? Uh, no, was, I don't know. No, the other one. Yeah, I don't remember. Because Macaulay was in uh, Vegas. Yeah. So, I mean, they definitely, like, it was, yeah. I mean, you know, he's going to try to ham it up a little bit. But um, overall, I mean, you know, Pens are up two rip. And Blackhawks, the Blackhawks fourth line might be an actual issue for some folks. Yeah. So, so. The, the actual hockey side of it, I mean, Bedard, Bedard played, I, I kind of wrapped it up as his highs were highs and his lows were lows. Sure. Um, like, the guy, the guy can gain the zone, like, he's got speed like he spends oh, yeah. no he spends no time in the neutral zone like if he's in the defensive zone he is breaking through that defense he doesn't even look for a pass like he's just like i'm gonna get this puck in the offensive zone mm-hmm. 
makes a burn burns through and he because he can do it every time like he makes zone entries like it's nothing sure uh, gets in the zone i loved his his hands were great stick handling was awesome um you know not 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 necessarily the best shots but uh definitely seemed in control and even was even when he was starting to get bodied up quite a bit like achari uh, famously achari just put him on his ass mm-hmm. um popped right back up didn't yeah. didn't sit there on the ice and be like meh meh just got right famously crosby used to do that quite a bit so sure um not anymore but used to um but art just popped right back up got back into the play got to respect it and he did get his first point yeah so there's that um and not to mention and not to mention a win in his first and you know bedard's a good enough dude to care more about how the team does than how he does so. so i'm sure he's pretty stoked that he won his first nhl game against you know his childhood hero that's that's probably pretty mm-hmm. cool um, as far as talking about those teams, uh, I don't know if this is more of a reflection on like the Hawks being good this year, then should I be worried about the pens? I think it's early. Okay. I, think, I, I always give teams, let's check back in at 10 games, right? Okay. I'm not, I'm That's not fair. very concerned with the first 10 games. I think if you go 500, you can, you can be your identity that we saw at the beginning of the year. Um, yeah, I, the other one that so the other one that's funny and they kept bringing it up. Uh, your boy Peter Mrazek, man, he had a good fucking game in this. He game. did. He did have a good game. Yeah, uh, it's solid. That's talk to any Red Wings fan, man. He this is the frustrating part. Mrazek is he can pull one of these games out of his ass, right. and you're like, oh my god. And then and then the next game he's he's Jacqueline Hyde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, sure. Mrazek is definitely. Uh, god, he's so frustrating to watch. Because he has, he does have games like that. So, in any case, um, no, it was good. I, I, you're getting Donato, man. Donato is thriving, right? Looking yeah. real great on that wing, on that wing with Bedard. So, it's a um, little precursor to our uh, potential fantasy talk, but yeah, yeah, we'll get there in a second. Uh, well, no, fuck it, let's talk about it. Uh, Donato is, um, kind of, so in in our in the Dusty Bender League, it's fairly deep. You know, twelve teams. But in the fantasy league that we're in the hockey podcast network, it's it's deep fucking league. Twenty teams, yeah. Twenty teams. Like we, to put it in perspective, we had uh, Forrester on our bench. Uh, we we started uh, Forrester, Tyson Forrester, Tyson Forrester, who got cut tonight. Yeah. He didn't even play. Yeah. So uh, it's it's real slim pickings there. But uh, yeah, Donato is. Um, I mean, I think he's first line power play too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, it's Chicago. You know, you got to expect a rough plus minus. But yeah, that's a that's a pretty cush position. He's going to be, especially with Taylor Hall down, he's guaranteed to be staying in that spot. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So I like that. All right. And then to finish off the the opening night of hockey, uh, Seattle Kraken take on the Vegas Golden Knights defending Stanley Cup champs. Uh, God, the fucking the whole night. Uh, it's sitting there watching the the cup banner stuff. Like if you're a Vegas Golden fan, Golden Knights fan, I'm sure you absolutely loved the the banner raising ceremony, and it was cool. And as as a former, no, not former, I still hold a torch for the Golden Knights, but as as somebody who doesn't necessarily follow the Golden Knights as much as I used to, there was a part of me that's like, oh, good for Vegas. I love that. Like, good for them. But man, it's it's maybe it's I shouldn't even be angry at Vegas. I should be angry at the fucking NHL or ESPN. Whoever sets these start times 
when I jump on at 7.30, if you say the game starts at 7.30, drop a puck at 7.30. If you're saying like, oh, coverage starts at 7.30, then just make that clear. Say the coverage starts at 7.30 because I don't think we had a puck drop in that game until at least 8.10, 8.15. And that was, I mean, I'm already, that's that's an extra beer or two that I did not plan on drinking because the game is going on too long after that. So in any case, uh, that ceremony goes on way too fucking long. And then finally the game starts. Kraken come out just fucking guns blazing. Absolutely great start. And then I jinx. I think this is my fault. I was in, I was at the hub. Probably. I was at the hub and I said, God, Vegas hasn't even gotten a fucking shot on goal. And then boom, first shot. God damn it. First shot. Everybody in the bar gives me shit, throws stuff at me, calls me names. It was all my fault. You deserved uh, that. I yeah, mean, you I can't did. even argue that. Yeah, I did. I did. I, I took I took my I took my lumps. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it wasn't. So in recap, this game, uh, symptom of things to come, man. We're, we're seeing repeats of the goal of the Kraken happening again. We've got, uh, you know, in this game, Grubauer could have played a little better, in my opinion, but he did have some amazing saves. Um, definitely was not by far not the worst player on the team that night nope. uh, you've got a defense that just looks right. They're just blown coverages. They're getting beat. Uh, it, it, I counted at least three times where it was a beer league special where Vegas guys are splitting the D and going in on breakaways or at least evened up two on twos where you've got, you know, four guys in a line mm. uh, that just shouldn't be happening. You got, you got to have guys that are actually going to play defense and, and cover their positions. Uh, the offense, I did like the sustained pressure they had, but boy, does this team have a problem with finishing? Holy shit. Yeah, they're all Swedish. It's, I, it's just a team of passers. It's a team of playmakers. And, and this, you know, it sounds, this is a broken record. We've been talking about this all last year. These were problems that they were having last year, and they're continuing to have problems now. This team lives and dies by their depth. And unfortunately, they just don't have any trigger men other than McCann. Uh, I think I said it in our tweet when after the game, the only guys that I saw that were actually playing with enthusiasm, speed, and weren't making horrible mistakes were Turbo, who unfortunately got hit. We made a big mistake. <laughs> yeah. Um, Turbo made a huge mistake, but he was trying. Uh, fucking Jared McCann, obviously, because he gets our only goal. Mm-hmm. And not to be biased, but Kyler Yamamoto. Yeah, Yamamoto looked good. So much so that he got promoted to the first power play in this next game. Yeah. So I, other than that, everybody else seems slow. Burakowski just looks like he's still kind of get back into game shape. Uh, Ellie Tolvanen, it looks like he's got the jitters. Um, just not a good look for the Kraken. Uh, and it, it obviously it's not going to help when Vegas is, ju- I mean, Vegas is already a fucking juggernaut mm-hmm. and they're feeling it after that banner ceremony. Like just a bad, just a bad situation to lay an egg. Yeah, it just Vegas. Vegas kind of Vegas has teams numbers in that fucking division. I think so. Yeah. They they gotta they gotta find a way against that team. Um, yeah, I, I agree with all your points. I think uh, you know it, it's funny because two of the guys that I hammered on the most last year actually didn't play that bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jamie Alexiak actually, I t- I texted you that I said I'll never say this again probably in my fucking life, but he didn't play that bad in, num- in game number one. Uh, I saw him moving his fucking head when he was in front of the of Grubauer, mm-hmm. right? Looking for a fucking guy instead of just 
you know, fucking staring at the puck and, and it's a backdoor pass. Yeah, tell, tell me about that third line D, though, Taylor. Oh, that third line looked bad. They looked like they looked like they were together back in the day, and they're trying to run it back, and they're both just old as fuck, and they yeah. don't remember how to play. Um, but I thought uh, Grubauer had some good saves. Uh, I think I think he's, you know, uh, he's going to get every opportunity to be the guy. Um, you know, so uh, none of them were fully his fault. I would say none of them were full. The first goal was definitely not on him. That was a tic-tac-toe defensive breakdown, 100%. Yeah. Second goal was, you know, it's Tanev has a bad screw-up. The wire's crossed. He made a, he made a mistake. March or so, incredible skill play. But Grubauer also did get caught sleeping a little bit. Um, it, regardless of who has the puck, if you're in the defensive zone, it's goalie 101 that you track the puck and you follow it along just in case shit like that happens. And Grubauer got caught, you know, staring up at the blue line. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, not not a great look, but definitely not his fault. Third one, you know, just a absolute tee off from a just blown coverage from the D. Uh, I think Gru would like to have that one back, but his glove is pretty weak. So, yeah, that's the way it goes. Um, and I, I don't want to spend too much time on this game, so we can uh, touch on the other cracking game real quick. Yep. I think. Um, he looked good tonight. He, I mean, you know, 3-0 loss, but it, it was, I mean, he put up numbers that you want him to put up. He technically only let in two goals, and his offense couldn't couldn't get anything for him. So, yep. um, yeah, they're, they're a little concerning right now. I think they've got to shake a little bit of the rust off, and hopefully it doesn't take them more than fucking 10 games to do it, or they're, they're, already, they're already out. I mean, Vancouver's hot as fuck, you know, so. God, uh, oh, I know, yeah. I, yeah, you never know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Preds, the Preds game tonight, uh, to jump a little forward and just take care of the Kraken right now, sure. um, that Preds game tonight was just bad. Uh, they they looked lethargic. Grubauer was by far their best player. I like the jam from Yamo again. and oh. But the power play is something's got to give, it's man. Like, it's, it's you can't – there was a whole – the last power play of the game I got to watch tonight, they literally spent the entire power play in the, in the Preds zone just – they were, they were just, they, they were running an umbrella and just passing into the top of the umbrella the whole time, just back and forth, back and forth, and then throwing it into shin pads, recovering, recoiling, passing it back and forth, throwing it into shin pads. You've you got to make moves. You've got to, tr- you can't just sit there and try to find openings or they're going to shut that down every time. Yeah, I, man. Power and play. also love, you love Yamo on the first power play. Don't love Yamo in the bumper spot. No, he's a, he's a corner guy. Put it, put him put him in the corner. There's a guy up up top, right? And then you have your bumper. I, I don't know, like I just I don't know what kind of decisions they're making. It just it's it's basic ass shit, man. I, I just I, I don't know if it's the same coach running the power play from last year. I fucking hope it's. I not. haven't heard anything about him going anywhere. So, but then again, I can't name. I couldn't name name it to you. It's I guess just, I could. Guess I could Google that, huh? Look, I mean, you know, being being the top scoring five out of five team from last year, yeah, that's great, right? You, you hit a hundred points, it's that's amazing, right? If you want to take that next step in a season where, fuck, Calgary and Vancouver had bad seasons last year, they could easily come back through, right? I mean, you know, they, they you know, not not specifically saying those two teams, but, you know, but like they could easily, it could be any teams in there that just kind of just surprise everybody. 
Um, you got to get the power play going. You cannot, you can't have the man advantage be a weakness of your team. It can't be a setback for your team, and you expect to to score as many five on five goals. I mean, you just you you can't. And mm-hmm. There's a reason that we have penalties and power plays in this league, right? You you need to capitalize on them, and uh, yeah, they got work to do. No, and and it's the problem, and the problem is, is that they were able to get away with it last year because our five on five numbers were so good. Right. Um, but when you're not scoring at five on five, you, you have to capitalize on the special teams. And if you're not doing that, then you're going to be losing hockey games. And after tonight, the Kraken are zero and two with one goal in two games. Yeah. Sad. And, and realistically Vegas. Yes. That's a, that's a good team. Just yeah. came off. You know, that's a good team. Should have been closer um, though, but yes. Yes. But, but Nashville, I'm not saying Nashville is, I mean, Nashville's played two pretty decent games to start the season. Uh, that's a game you need to be competitive with. You need to win that game. You 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 need to win, but I think in just in general in the beginning of the year it has to be competitive. And they didn't. Nashville outshot them. You know, it just it wasn't even. No, it wasn't. There was no uninterested, right? Uninterested from the Kraken. So there's they got some work to do there. Yep, I I couldn't agree, and I, I couldn't agree more. And I don't necessarily know what the answer is. All right. Jumping on to Wednesday games, cool. folks. Uh, we won't, you know, hit on everything like that, but like the highlights of it. Um, first off, we, we got to talk about the biggest one: uh, Brock Besser four goal night with the Canucks, uh, and them just absolutely wiping the floor with the Edmonton Oilers. McDavid was still the first star, though. That is. <laughs> I don't understand. I, I, I saw that too. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me right now? I don't know if that's doctored, but I saw that tweet and I was like, has to be doctored. It, it would be, dude. It would has like, to be doctored. There's no be, fucking bro. way that he was first star of that game. He scored one fucking goal. Oh, I love it. No, he had I an assist. It. Yeah, he didn't even have a goal. He had a fucking assist. Yeah, he had an assist. Leon scored oh, the one goal. Shit, um, yeah, but it's so Brock Besser puts up four goals. Incredible. Um, probably in my opinion, he's looking, he's looking for a trade, not, not to actually, you know, be good on the team, but no, um, three, lo- there's three stars where we're all connects. So, okay. uh, but, uh, so it was definitely doctor, but I'm okay. laughing pretty good at it. That, is, that was a good, that was a good deep pick. <laughs> uh, Elias Pedersen, absolute fucking stud. Um, Beauty. again, if your team is bad right now, don't panic. Um, if you're a Vancouver fan, please enjoy this. I, I know that we all are. Because everybody's yeah. picking the Oilers to win, and there's a lot of Oilers haters out there. Uh, you're you're looking at a couple of them uh, to a mild degree. Hate Toronto more, but mm-hmm. um, you're looking at a couple of them that likes to see uh, really angry Oilers fans get all red faced. So um, definitely enjoy this. But as as Han Solo once said, "Don't get penisy." Hey, Chance, you ever feel like? You want to throw some bets down, but you just can't figure out where to put them down at? Well, let me tell you about a little place called DraftKings Sportsbook. (laughs) Okay? The NFL season is going strong, and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers can take advantage of the sweetener Offer every game day this October. Get in on the game greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN as in the Hockey Podcast Network. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. 
The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text H-O-P-E-N-Y 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, Kansas, license E partner Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA, 21 plus age, varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. That is an absolute mouthful, folks, but go check out draftkingsportsbook.com. Quick quick touch on, touch on Vancouver. So if you are a Vancouver fan, I, I want to just go through their team real quick. Hit me. Uh, no Ekman Larson. So oh. that looks that looks nice. Right? Yep. Uh, yep. No Bull Hovrat. Right. So maybe the the changing of the guard is a good thing. That is. Uh, and Demko healthy. Right. And so you know, like maybe, maybe I think they might. They're they're gonna have. There's a potential for a better season. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't expect to. You can't expect to walk Edmonton eight one and then just walk the rest of the fucking use league. use it use it run on yeah, it have a good well. have a good start it, this yep. is the time like if you can if you're hot if you're every team gets a hot streak throughout the year unless you're you know the ducks sure <laughs> your hot streak is a win so yeah. one in seven <laughs> please <laughs> we're on a one game winning streak fuck yeah hell yeah um we're on a goal streak. We've scored in the last three games. Oh, we only let in three last game. That's pretty good, guys. That's a streak, yeah. Pretty good. Jesus Christ. Um, so no, it's if your if your team gets streaky, if it's early in the year, it's good to take advantage of it because you know when you start playing 500 hockey down the end of the stretch, that's where these games come in handy. Sure. So absolutely, this is great. Celebrate it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Um. The Avs and the Kings, I don't really care. Sure. All right, move on. I don't really care. Uh, Flames and Jets. This game was interesting in the sense that, like, we kind of were cure. Both these teams were like, oh, they could be really good or trash. Or really shitty. Yeah. And I think what I saw from this game is that they're both going to try to score a lot of goals and try to – kind of ignore some defensive lapses Uh, early yeah they both have tendies that they they probably can do that occasionally but Uh you're not gonna you're not gonna win a ton of games if you're just like hey fuck mark sherman hellebuck they can go you know right win somewhere else like you're not gonna be able to win a ton sure um i I'll say I, I think based on the little of the game, this game that I did watch, it does seem like uh, Calgary has a bit more pep in their step. Uh, yeah. So you know the the non daughter the anti Daryl Sutter effect is in full effect here. Funny how that uh, perhaps. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, Mangiapane uh, picks up two goals and an assist. Uh, I like him getting moved up to that first line there. At least that's what I think that happened based on box scores that I saw. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I I think, again, early, hard to tell one way or the other, but it gives me hope for the Flames. I think that they might actually have a bounce-back season. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about uh, Connor Bedard scoring. 
Not not the game. That doesn't that doesn't matter. Yeah, this is the, the, yeah. We don't actually <laughs> care about wins and losses. We only care about uh, we don't care. Boston won, but that's not important. Yeah, yeah, that's not. Connor McDavid scored his first goal of the year. Tell me, tell me a little bit about break this down, shot for shot, scene by scene, because this is the most important thing that has happened in hockey so far. A hundred percent. Just, just to, yeah, <laughs> I, there, yeah. Nothing else matters. Huh. Um, Connor Bedard scored his first goal. Co- Yes. I think what's really cute about it is he held up with the tape on the side. And he, it's like the first time I've seen him smile since he got into the NHL. He was kind of yeah. like, I scored, you know. Right. Um, yeah, just a good good wraparound. Um, he just he shows the wheels, man. He's just – what I like, you know, this is something Pops. I could never do. Pops. Pops. He's, he's, you know, he's got those quick little steps. And um, what I love about watching him, this has – I mean, it has a little bit to do with the goal. But – I just I could never like you know what 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 differentiates you and me and any beer leaguer and anyone that's really listening to this um, compared to these guys that puck is just always fucking moving and it's mm-hmm. on a fucking string right they they're holding on to it but I mean their fucking hands are doing this shit the whole fucking time whereas like you and me are like I you know I chopping this fucker around right. and make mate like someone can open you know. Or we're just um, pushing it, you know. Just or we're just pushing it with yeah. us in one with one hand, you know, because the other one's tucked. <laughs> Push in it forward like skating. this the whole time, yeah. Yeah, I, I just it, it's it's fun to watch. Um, yeah, good goal, good goal from him. I think in general, right, you could see that they were they were a little tired, right? So they went yeah. back to back to start the season. Brad Marchand and, and crew fucking knew that they were back to back, so they were mm. giving it to him a little bit. Um, but realistically, Blackhawks losing. Or winning four two, right, and then losing three one to Boston. Not a big deal. Man. Yeah, not, not a big, big deal. deal. I was gonna say I wasn't started. very Im- I wasn't very impressed with Boston. They looked they looked uh, yeah, looked a little old. Looked a little old. They looked a little lo- lacking of talent. Mm-hmm. So uh, and then yeah. and some some random guy named T Frederick scored. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. So that's yeah, good that's... good for good for old Frederick. What's a name? Yeah. Uh, I did enjoy the momentary freak out by Maple Leafs fans when the Canadians were beating them three, nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was, that was pretty great. The city of Toronto was on the verge of another riot. Canadians, um, like, to, Canadians like to do that. To throw oh, they do. I love, they like to, I it's, they like to make it a little interesting. Dude. Two, two, the two most annoying Canadian fan bases, sure. uh, going at it head to head. So I just love to sit back and watch the world burn when this kind of stuff happens. Oh, mine goes Toronto, Edmonton, then Montreal, bro. So. Oh, really? Oh, no. For yeah. the the, wait, it's it's because it, that's recency bias. Wait, nah, sure. Remember when Canadians were actually respectable? Mm, or oh, remember when they made it to the Stanley Cup final and we were like, oh, we're back, baby, we're back. <laughs> like this, we're, this shit. This team for real. Uh, all right. It's not. It's not just Carey Price. This is this is a ta- this is a deep. This is a four lines team. The window just opened, baby. Does it has nothing to do with Carey Price stopping forty five shots a night? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a good game. I mean, Austin Matthews is a fucking stud, though, right? Hey, what a good God. pickup by the DB DB Hockey Potters uh, yep. fantasy team. Agreed. Yeah, Shout good, out to the DB Potters. For, yeah, good first pick by you. I think we kind of we debated between Austin Matthews and McKinnon, and McKinnon's pa- gonna have a fucking season. Pasta even had an honorable mention, but. Pasta had an honorable mention in there, but I think it, it really did come down to to those two, right? But um, yeah, Austin Matthews could 
Yahtzee Matthews, he's put up 70 goals. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. He's just a fucking stud. So yes. yeah, uh, really, really a good game though. And I, and I, I actually like Montreal. I, I, uh, I didn't like, uh, fantasy wise. I didn't like our guy, um, uh, Dick Wheat McGee, uh, old Dick Weed McGee, old Dick Weed McGee. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matheson played good, but I mean, it, 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 again, Oh, you're talking about, uh, Gooley. Yeah. Caden Gooley. Um, mm-hmm. We do have Caden Gooley as an insurance policy on Mike Matheson um, on our fantasy team. But, yeah, I think Montreal Montreal played a good game. They, I mean, this is it's, – it's funny because as bad as everyone thinks the Canadians are going to be, this is these are the kind of games that they're going to play because mm-hmm. they actually do have some younger, spunkier forwards um, and no goaltending, right? So, right. But it's so playing the Maple Leafs, like a 6-5 game is like totally what I see – every single game between these two going this year right like Uh this is we expect this right right um yeah so uh good game i i think uh yeah one of the better ones of the night honestly yeah yeah absolutely uh and then the last but not least uh the hurricanes and senators senators get their doors blown off um the score suggests that this game was kind of close it was not Mm -hmm. um who could have seen this coming I know. I got tri- I got tricked into thinking that Corpusalo was going to be a great pickup for the fantasy team just through Twitter, but I still think he will. Uh, but Hurricanes are a juggernaut, bro. I mean, you just that's true. Yeah, that's this true. Was, this was a good first game tester for the Senators, and it was just like, oh, this is there's two different levels here. Yeah, that's fair. I just teams. they got outshot. To me, they got outplayed. I watched a little bit of this game because I was just curious about it. the Canes are just a fun. If there's ever like games going on where our teams aren't playing, if I see the Canes playing, I usually jump over it because they're they're just fun to watch. Yeah, Canes yeah. Canes hockey is always fun to watch. So yeah, I don't I don't mind that. Um, I again don't be I wouldn't be worried in either case. Um, but yeah, Hurricanes look really fun. It, it it's I, I'm giving the Ottawa Senators a bit of shit, but it was more of a case of like the Canes just look really fucking good. What's their fucking hashtag though? The Hurricanes hashtag is bad, dude uh i don't know it's like cause like cause cane cause i don't know it's fucking garbage though it's almost it's as bad as the ducks one the ducks ones fly together or something. fly together yeah it's really that bad. so bad yeah some of the i love how like a lot of them are like let's uh or no it's like um go oilers go or you know something like that sure like a lot of them are that, uh, but then like some teams are like the Red Wings are let uh, LGR. Let's go Red Wings. Yeah. Also okay. Sea Kraken is a little annoying to me. Yeah. I, I wish they would just go Kraken, but maybe it was already taken. Who knows? Sure. In any case, all right. Moving on. Last night or tonight, so to speak, uh, as we record this for Thursday, uh, seven games on the lineup. Uh, I spent most of the night watching the Red Wings Devils game. I felt that since it was there first, I would watch them over the Preds. Plus, mm. I figured the Kraken Preds game would be probably a little low event hockey. So, sure. um, and I was right. I, I called that. I called that correctly. Um, but I was able to jump around a little bit as well for all of this. So, um, I'll I'll speak a little bit on the Red Wings game. Uh, the Wings. The uh, good news: the offense looks good. Bad news. Jeff Petrie should never play another game of professional hockey ever. He's so good, Chance. He is a lumbering oaf. Mm. Uh, he, there, there are there are rooted trees in front of my apartment complex that move faster than him. God damn, that 
That's pretty slow. That's... <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah it's not it, uh, devil okay yeah so rapid fire petrie's terrible uh when cider and wallman are not on the ice the defense is not good um pro- definitely need to bring in some young guys uh from from a- the ahl that are ready uh not sure how uh hall beat out only mata to make the roster tonight not it, a lot of, a lot of question marks there um i Debrin Cat's probably going to score 40 goals this year. Guys, he's so good. He's so good. Um, Larkin got robbed a couple times. As far as the Devils go, um, I, if I'm a Devils fan, I'm not, I'm not worried at all that I was outshot by the Red Wings tonight. The Red Wings' strategy coming into this was throw everything on net. Mm. Um, Vanacek did make a few good saves. Uh, in fact, oh God, he just absolutely robbed Larkin on one of them. Um, he had a hell of a game. Vanacek's good. I know that that might be shades because Vanacek was like this last year where he played really good and then mm-hmm. didn't play. So he'd have stretches so where he played really day, well. Yeah. Uh, but God, uh, with, with Jack Hughes leading your, fu- did you watch that fucking his first goal? Oh yeah. He's a fucking stud. Dude. It, that was, that was, that was offensive. How good that goal. Like he's like, Oh, Huso's going to turn the back of his head to me. I'm just going to aim for that and score. Just fire it. Oh, yeah, it's ridiculous, dude. That's just fucking dumb. I, I just, I, oh, it's funny. Be, it's funny to me, like be, following the Ducks, right? They always compare. Oh, you know, Trevor Zegers is never going to be Jack. No, he's not going to be Jack Hughes. Jack Hughes is a fucking beast. There's a reason that that kid was taken first overall, and everyone else followed behind him. Yep. Right. The kid is super good. Right. You can't compare a lot of the players in that draft class because. Uh, he's you're just gonna look like an idiot but yeah it's it's i mean two goals tonight like welcome welcome to the 23 24 season like he's just he's stupid good man and he's what 23 22 Mm -hmm. you know it's just like man i mean we're gonna get another 10 to 15 years of this kid yeah that's insanity yep Um, it's unreal he's only gonna get better yeah they're devils are gonna be good this year um if there's anything that I could pull from that, that's that would be is I mean, I think maybe the Devils are going to have to lean on their special teams to bail them out a little bit. Sure, sure. But they've got the pieces to do it, so it's not yeah. it's not the end of the world. Um, yeah, I'm and and from a Red Wings fan perspective, I, I'm not worried too much about the Red Wings, um, unless they don't make the changes necessary to fix the problems, oh, which I want to see, which Wayland. they pro, which they might not because they're it's those terrible one. defensemen are signed to certain contracts so. game one you know yep, um, we'll see yeah i'd like to see raymond up the lineup a little bit more just because i like his skill set and raymond, I think uh, they, yes i think sophomore was a was a fluke i think he's yeah oh yeah Ray, raymond down on the second line doesn't make any sense um me, spronger even needs to move up agreed sprong agreed. had a hell of a game he, he scored the first goal on a completely grinder dumb goal but but he was in the right place at the right time and he was and he was grinding so um, nothing wrong with that. I like Sprong. Uh, I think he needs to be higher up in the lineup. Oh, missing Spronger and Donato, man. Boy, the Kraken are definitely, definitely doing that. All right, we won't think hold those, on to that too long. I think those guys were underappreciated. Yeah. All right. Uh, Rangers, Sabres. Uh, Devin Levi gets absolutely shelled by the impressive New York Rangers and Artemi Panarin's sporty new haircut. Yeah coming out of it like he's 
Britney Spears in a fucking rehab. Yeah, it's fucking Artemi, bitch. <laughs> it sure as shit was. Dude, it scared me, man. I saw that picture of him and I, like, I, I swear to God I saw something on Twitter, like, when he did it. But seeing him on the absolutely garbage NHL app, if, uh, I don't even get started on the new NHL app. It's so crap. They're like, the they're like, hey, hey, the NH, the season starts in a week. Let's go live with it now, even though it's totally untested. Boom. It's, it's terrible. Everyone hates it. Perfect. I, you know, we love this. Uh, let's throw more board ads on there. Um, God, I just, it's so bad. Hey, dude. do you want to get to your main screen that tells you absolutely nothing going on what tonight? What the fuck, right? That's like, what so dumb. What a stupid. Why? Who would think this is a good idea? It's, you know what it is? It's, <laughs> all right. Sorry, Gen Zers. It's a Gen Z social media. Oh, they want to get there. They, they want to scroll. They want to see the video. God. Fuck that, dude. I want to see my scores. Yeah. I also probably want to see the team that I'm coming here to fucking see. I, I downloaded the ESPN app. I think I might delete the NHL app. Oh, I have ESPN. Yeah, I've had the ESPN. Yeah, the ESPN app is actually, like, as much as as much as much the love-hate relationship as we have with our fantasy app, the, the ESPN app is professional and oh, gives fine. me exactly what I want. Yeah. They'll do the score and maybe like a little video and then like news underneath yeah. it. Like, dude, what? It's fucking great. Instead yep. of just Connor Bernard's goal, it's like, dude, that was like, what is that yesterday? It's, dude, I think it's like business. they're trying to echo, like, yeah. So this is the homepage. Like, it's not even like I don't want, I don't want that. It's terrible. It's terrible. It's so bad. It's so and everything bad. everything's well, clunky. What? The 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 players aren't the like the goal people aren't updating. Like, it's it's just. It's hard to find information. It's just bad. It's just bad. But what, I mean, what should we expect, dude? Come on. Yeah, it is. Jumping Jack Flash. Okay, cool. What were the scores? <laughs> Must watch. What did he do? Out Panthers. Like, dude, okay, I understand that, but what the fuck? Right, dude? I want to see the fuck it. Yeah, it's just. Oh, I, I hate it. I, hate, I You know what the other thing I hate? I, I'm sorry. I got to go off on this yep. shit. Hit me with um, your, your Your little, okay, there was a goal. Cool. Hit me, hit me, baby, one more time. Hit, hit Panieri one more time. Um, <laughs> uh huh. You know, so there's a goal, right? And it just shows yeah. the goal scorer. We used to be able to get a little button that would show the goal scorer, and then right below it, it would show the assists, and it would also have a little fucking um, play button that you could click yep. on just the button, and it would pull up the video, like. How did we fucking degrade? There was nothing wrong. Like, what, yeah, the, what did we do? We fight. Oh, like, I hate it. Was, it. I hate it. It was, it was like three years because we had that really old shitty one for a long time. Sure. And everybody, sure. like, they got mad they got away from it because it was still bad, but at least we got used to it. And then they switched to this one that was, like, all completely designed around your favorite teams. Right. Which was almost kind of annoying in the sense of, like, I couldn't look at the league in, in whole. I had to always, like, see my... Like, if I wanted to see just general scores, I had to, like, not go over it because it always took me to, you know, the Red Wings or the Kraken or yeah, whatever. Yeah, mine, mine was always like, oh, the Ducks lost again. Right. So, but but that's but that's okay because that is the score I want to do see first. So, sure. that, that was acceptable. Mm -hmm. Whereas this, like, I don't, it, it's just the random news feed and I don't even want to fuck it. It's, ugh, it's just, it's social media. It's, like, them trying to, it's, it's, this is terrible. It's 
old people trying to trying to reach out to the yes. younger generation and show them a social media like fuck off dude that oh, I hate or it's, it. I think it's or terrible. it's really really insecure prideful nhl journalists that are like no one's reading my articles we need right, to make them the news. first thing they see i hate that Ugh. oh my god don't even get me fucking started on hockey journalists like all I, right then let's not let's move if move, i move ever on. see greg wasinski in my life i'm gonna shove him in a locker i yeah. swear i Just swear to god up. that guy whines so much like he thinks they are the most high. He thinks as a hockey journalist, he is the most high and mighty fucking dude on the planet. Like, oh, these guys wouldn't even be famous without me. It's like, dude, your entire life is based around them doing something. I think like the- without them, there is no you. Exactly. You're writing they, about city they- council meetings in fucking Greenwich. Well, I think I think the I think the the loser of the fantasy league this year should have to go to a Greg Wyshynski, um, uh, you know, media. You have, to, you have to read his book. Oh, good God! And I you have to do even... a, you have to do a full presentation on it to the rest of the league. You have to you have to listen to him for thirty minutes talk about how it's very difficult to avoid stepping on the team logo on the floor. Oh, fucking, I can't. Stand I can't. That, dude. I don't. I. I don't want to even bring that up right now because I, I will talk literally thirty minutes about. Let's this. move on. We'll bring it. Okay. We'll bring it back up. There'll be a. There'll be a time. If you, th- I'll leave it at this for a cliffhanger. If you think it is difficult to avoid the team logo on the floor, fuck you. All right. Yeah, and well end said. of sentence. Yeah, end of well sentence. Said. It's. It's you are in their locker room. They're asking you nicely to not step on the team logo. I understand that you might not like the tradition. I understand that you might not understand the tradition, but when you're, you're in, they are allowing you to go into their locker room and get quotes. So you can do your job. The least you can do is respect what they ask you not to do. Those guys should be able to request security to not let those guys back in. I I put it, I put it this way. Like if someone, if someone comes to your house, and you and you're like, hey, uh, when you before you come in, would you take your shoes off? Yeah, it's muddy and raining and snowy outside. Or or even just, like maybe it's just a custom, you know, like in in Asia, it's custom customary to take your shoes off when you come sure. inside. Like that's just what you do. It's like Asia and Alaska. Okay, well, mm. I mean, same thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Mine is it's yes. that far. It's distant and far away enough to where I don't. It could be exactly. Yeah, the they same. don't. They don't exist. Right. Exactly. Uh, it's all shangri-la to me mm-hmm. um but yeah it's it's you're in a situation where like you they're asking you are going to someone else's home they're asking you to i don't care if you don't th- it, he's, he's making why don't they just put the logo on the ceiling they can fucking put it anywhere they fucking want it's their locker room sure it's also and it's, in, and it's not about logic it's it's about a tradition like they don't if you never played hockey you don't understand their tradition like the why would they put it on the floor if they don't want to you step on it that's exactly the point. Like, right. it's on the floor. It's a respect you are purpose. Thing. You are re- purposely avoiding the logo out of respect and discipline. Mm-hmm. 100%. Like, that is the whole point. Like, you, it is self-discipline. You are putting it on the floor so you don't step on it, and you're showing respect for the team. Can I say one more thing on this? Go ahead. Hit me with you it. You put it on the ceiling. How many times are guys sitting at their locker, and they look up to the logo? Very mm. rarely. Right. I mean, you you think you think about you think about the eye line, right? Those guys are probably looking to the center of the floor. The majority of the time that they're getting ready or they're sitting in the locker room. 
Why the fuck would you put it on the ceiling? It's 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 literally a pride thing. Like it's it's there. It's, it's, it's a it's hockey there. custom. Exactly. That if you didn't play the game, which Wyshynski did not, these people sure. think that they, they know the game there, because they've written about it. That it's their job. They think they're professionals, and they think they're entitled to all this information. It's just something to bitch about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, and and they just don't want to. You know, they don't. They want to complain. Oh, I have to avoid a logo. They're making it hard to do my job. You fucking pussy. Don't do your job, bitch. Ugh. Yeah, I think the loser of the league needs to go to one of his conferences, hand him a piece of paper with a pen in one hand, but then have just a fucking pie behind their back and just smack it right in his little. Like, I don't I don't want somebody to beat the hell out of him because he's not tough enough. Like, I just. Well, that's what pie, man. I want I want him cream. I want him bullied. Does that make sense? Yeah, like that is a bully. That's what a bully would say. That's that's I want him as somebody who was bullied quite a bit when I was younger. I want him bullied. I don't want the. I don't he want him mugged. It. I don't want him mugged. I don't want the shit kicked out of him in the in the parking lot or anything like that. I just. I want like. I want him to go into the locker room and then like him step on the logo and then Bedard like shoves him in his bag, like stuffs his face into his bag. Oh, gives him the old stinky mitts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he deserves. Okay, I'm on board with that. All right, let's jump back into this, huh? Okay, yeah. Sure. Uh, hockey. So the Rangers and Sabres. Um, the Rangers look good. Rangers sure look do. good. I don't think there was any doubt about that. In fact, if you're a Rangers fan, you're probably happy to see some life from Lafreniere. Yeah. Um, you, so that's good. good but your but your usual sus your usual suspects are showing up in this game. Chris Kreider's looking like he's you know maybe maybe going back to the the year he had previously when he wasn't on my fantasy team. Mm. Um. <laughs> Uh, Panarin, uh, I think put up one Gino, uh, Gino and an assist, I believe. Perfect. So yeah, that, uh, he's gotten a lot, a lot less wind resistance from being bald. He's faster. I could, he was noticeably faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the Sabres, uh, again, warmups. it's one game, but, uh, boy, Taylor, should we be worried about Devin Levi? No. No, I, there's gonna be there's gonna be some growing pains with him, right? I, this is this is something that I think you and I both kind of touched on in our previews of the season for them. Mm-hmm. Um, he only played like eight games, dude. Yeah, I, that is, and you know, first game, which is is one thing. Playing the Rangers, who it's essentially the same team. Um, yeah, and and I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be concerned, but th- he's gonna have a short leash. Right, I think they, they they it's not like they have Craig Anderson, right? They still have um, it's like well, Comrie was the backup tonight, but they do have Yukonin uh, or U- Polkanen or whatever the fuck his name is. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have some options back there. So he can't get comfortable, but he needs to have a better showing than this. I mean, Rangers is a, is a tough first selection, especially with the way that Shesterkin was was playing. I mean, that kid can fucking steal games, so. Uh, not concerned about him yet. Again, 10, 10 game mark. Right? Yep. Game yep. eleven, he's doing this. Uh, yeah, he need to be concerned. So, well, shit. If I'm at five games and he's letting in four <sighs> plus goals, you're like, ooh, okay. Totally We're start. I'm I'm starting to call up the Ducks to see what the price is on Gibby. Oh. Oh, what do you think of Gibby from Buffalo? What do you think that trade? What do you think that trade looks like? At this rate, I think it's it's forwards because they're not moving Darlene, they're not moving Power, uh, they just signed them both up for big time contracts, um, and and Ducks decor, all three of them just won 
I think it's I think it's year, so. I think it's a first, a second, a third, tuck, and Ooh, I you're, think they go younger. I think they go younger than Tuck. Um Yeah. I think I think eh, cousins Who else is everybody's cousins. up though? Yeah. Like who else is in the system that's not already playing with the Sabres at the moment? Oh, I think you see I don't think they go first, second, third. I think they go. I would have said Powers until he just signed. He just signed. I so think, it's not it's not Powers. I think uh, I think Zach Zach Benson needs to be in that conversation. I think that kid's gonna be fucking good. Could you even Could you even contemplate the idea of a goalie swap? Like, does Devin Levi go back to the Ducks? No, I think the Ducks do have some young goalies that they're into. Clang and Dostal are both potentially Devin Levi's. I mean, there's. There's a good chance that both of those guys could okay. potentially put up a, put up a potential career okay. like Devin Levi. Um, yeah, I just I think it's I think it's forward centric. I, I rank I rank I know that this is kind of a weird comparison because they're not they're they're in two different categories technically speaking. But the Devils and the Sabers, in my opinion, are like teams that are a Gibby away from being like serious yep. conversation kind of yep. stuff. Don't don't disagree. Although Gibby looked like shit in preseason, so who fucking knows? <laughs> well, Gibby Gibby doesn't like being in Anaheim anymore, well, so and yeah, he's yeah. But uh yeah, I think it I think Zach Benson's on there. I think um I don't know exactly what that package looks like, but it's definitely a young forward plus a first round pick. I think it's probably where it starts. That's uh, fair. So that's but, yeah. fair. Yeah. Um I don't care about the blue stars. That was a boring game. Do you have anything to say about that? No, I just want Tory Krug to do good so that I can feel good about all my fantasy leagues. Yeah, instead we've got somebody named T. Tucker scoring. What the fuck, man? All right, let's move on. I hate I T. Tucker. Congrats, bro. I don't know. <laughs> good, good for T. Tuck. De- De- Devin's fucking going off right now. He's like, dude, T. Tucker so is a goddamn number one prospect. I don't care, Devin. Mm-hmm. Um. Flyers Blue Jackets. Um, God, battle of the two shitty teams that are trying not to be shitty. Yeah. Yeah, that's another way could probably skip over. Yeah. Um, I didn't see anything from Fantilli that I cared about. Both teams kind of looked like they're shit shows. I, I saw a little bit of it. Um, uh, yeah. I, I think I think from the Columbus standpoint, I think they're reeling a little bit, right? I mean, they probably yep. had towards – or not towards. Good God. They probably Babs. had Babcock, Babs fucking, you know, he probably, he was, he was obviously running everything until he did his thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, a little concerning. Ken Johnson being out of the lineup, that's a fucking joke. If you're a, if you're a Blue Jackets fan, you should actually be a little bit upset with that. I think it's a terrible move. I think they were able to hide it because Fantilli was in. Sure, but like I mean, everybody, everybody's more excited about Fantilli being in his first game than Ken Johnson not being there. But I understand what you're saying. Yeah, Ken, jo- Ken Johnson. Uh, I mean, Fantilli, Goudreau, Line, Ken Johnson, right? Yep. I mean, it's that's their that's the, those are four best forwards. Why why is this guy out unless there's something that we don't know about? Because um, Boone Jenner said it's okay. Sure. Yeah. Boone Boone thought it was fine. Merzlikens um, actually played a decent game, so yep. uh, th- th- they p- have potential. I think. I think they're definitely scrambling still a little bit from Babcock. So we'll, we'll kind of see how this unfolds. But uh, Merzlikens came out and said, you know, he's got a vendetta, man. He didn't like the way that he played last year. And people talking shit about him. And 
He's, he's still a good goalie, so we'll see. I, he... I honestly do think that that is a situation where Merzlink, I mean, that first year that he played, like, he, he has shown that he can be good. Um, now, is it is it like a Carter Hart situation where he had the one good year and could now be. he's... Could it be. Could, could be. But honestly, I, I don't know. I, I think that there's there's something there. And he, he to be fair to him, he has, since that year, he's been playing behind a pretty rough team. And, and yeah, so on paper, a better team this year. But uh, losing to the Flyers, not a good way to start. So. No. Your boys um, will scoring goal, though. So. Yeah, right. Um, nobody cares about Golden Knights Sharks. So uh, the last thing that I'm going to end on with this night is, uh, what did I tell you? about philip gustafson you're not what wrong tell you? He's, what I, tell you? I, I tried what to tell you i tr- we tried to pick him up in our uh we did in our in our uh network fantasy league um man uh, i mean Panth- panthers are a little beaten up right now right? 41 they're, they outshot them by double yeah they're i mean they're they're a little and beat that's up a, fo- right now. a 41 safe shutout Woo! that's pretty that's pretty saucy that's pretty fucking sexy i, I mean that's that's the uh, it's got to be the best 10D performance yet. So far. Right? I mean, it's got to yep. be. That's pretty fucking nice. Yeah, um, that's that's hard to beat. Um, yeah, and I know, I know, like, Florida's missing Ekblad and Montour, and, you know, they're missing a couple guys like that, but, I mean, five, I mean 41 shots. the Wild aren't missing anybody except Spurgeon, right? Yeah, yeah. That blue uh, which, line, that which, blue line is, you're not going to get any offense out of that blue line, but... No, and Faber Faber looked. I, I I honestly considered picking up Kalen Addison, but I think Brock Faber is probably he's better than Addison, man. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's the D to have while Spurgeon's out. But yeah, Gustafson Gustafson looks good. I I uh, it's not that I didn't believe you. I just it's it's hard for the team in front have, of him. I can understand that. Yeah, it, it, the 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 team in front of him, and it's hard for goalies to have one really good year and then. You know, more often than not, unless they are a big time name, um, we rarely see them do it again the next season. But that's a great fucking start, man. You know, making people believers. I couldn't agree more. Mm-hmm. So, all right, overall, first three days of the start, how we feeling about hockey? I love it, dude. I'm fucking. Yeah. I I needed it. I honestly, even all of last season, I just I felt a little drained. Um, I feel refreshed. Like this I do is, too. This is my shit, dude. You know, like. I don't know. I don't know what it was about last year. I think just in general, I think it was um, maybe just out, outside resources for me just weren't great. So maybe um, yeah. you know. But I think yeah, I'm refreshed. I'm I literally I I see it on the TV now, and I'm like fuck yeah. I don't care what game it is. I'm watching. No, it, right? yeah, it's I'm, that that it's not how I was almost all of last. So season, excited so. to have the game back. It, it's my my mental state goes up significantly when I've got something that. It's always something I can put on in the background. Hockey's always interesting, especially getting to know the game. You know, like, like you and I, like we have our favorite teams, but we appreciate the game in general. 100%. So, God, it's 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 just a blast. It's just so fun. Um, let's jump. Let's let's end the show here uh, real quick on some fantasy talk. Could you zoom that in a little bit? I can't even see it. I'm I'm not super blind. Does that does go. that help? Yeah. Does that you help? Go, you fucking stud. Look, look yeah, at that. Look helps. at that. This is um, the Dusty DB Hockey Potters fantasy team, right? Here. Yes. Uh, rem- please remember. Please remember when you look at this roster, everybody, that we are in a very deep league, twenty team league, 20 teams. Uh, in co- in competition with uh, nineteen other podcasts in our league. Um, we're playing the Bayou Benders. I don't know who, what podcast that is. 
Uh, I don't either. Bayou. I mean, it would be maybe Corey Nashville, maybe. So apparently, a Montreal Canadiens podcast. Fleetwood. That's a pretty badass. Corey Fleetwood. That's that is a, a pretty sweet name, name dude. Let me look up uh, while while you t- tell tell the folks a little bit about uh, our team. Um, we went very forward heavy. We we forgot about D a little bit, which is kind of on us. Um, we definitely didn't go after some of the top goalies. Just looking at some of like. Our point system in this league for tendies is strange. Uh, it's a little strange. It's it's they're almost it's almost a negative for goaltenders, right? Which which does make the top ranked tendies, right? I mean, it makes the um, you know Mersley or not Mersleykins. Good God, Shesterkin, Sorokin, um, you know, um, Hellebuck, Otter, those kind of guys. It makes them very valuable because they're actually putting up plus points. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things that was really interesting kind of digging into the previous seasons for this, the, the way that this league is set up, uh, like Elvis Merzlikens had negative 33 fantasy points all of last year, which he didn't have a good season, but you and I just are not used to that kind of scoring for goaltenders. That, no. that is a, that's a full blown, he is a liability, like goalies are a liability to your right. team. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that, so so we kind of we kind of knew that going in a little bit. So we kind of picked uh, there was a there's a lot of weight towards wins for goaltenders, and so we kind of picked uh, Corpse and um, you know uh, what's what's his fucking little dick Samsonov. So we kind of we kind of picked tendies who we thought could potentially put up some wins and stuff like that, just based on the team because of how much they were weighted. Uh, but we really focused on forwards because that's where a lot of your points are going to come from is just that forward group. Uh, and we knew this was going to be a we knew this was going to be a deep draft yeah yeah i mean it it got it got a little stinky at the end but i i feel like uh, besides d i think d is d is a little short for us i think our forward group i think we did really well right want to do want to do this live or we let's let's get donato right now yeah let's pick up donato so that so that's that's one of the things that we were kind of alluding to earlier um tyson forrester being a healthy scratch you want to pick up guys that are playing first minutes First line minutes, uh, first power plays, those kind of things. Donato is uh, is a guy that had some success with the Kraken last year, and he is clearly playing with Bedard and Hall before he got hurt on that on that top line there in Chicago. Chicago might not be a great team all year, but I, you just I mean, eighteen minutes a night, first line, first power play. Uh, it's just that's a guy in a deep league with twenty teams. You just can't you can't avoid picking up. Um, yep so yeah good good pickup i think by us there um yeah i don't know what we're gonna do with d uh you know i i think i think because we have two kraken right now we're feeling not as great about our team just because they have one goal through two games but i mean um, of I the of, i mean of the two that we've got i'm okay with it like i just i just right. dropped burakovsky in my other league mm-hmm. um not liking not liking that pickup so um, no, I, I I look at our squad and I I think that under the under the circumstances I think that we have a pretty pretty deep team. Um, Pavel Zaka, I think if you're in a league that you know if you're in a more shallow league, um, Pavel Zaka is a, a sneaky pick. You and I were talking about that yeah. during ours. Like he fell significantly for somebody who's going to be the first line center and first line power play center on the Boston Bruins. Like that's 
just it, just it, from opportunity, he could have sixty points. Yes, just which, from opportunity, he's going to be putting up exactly some points. from a from a ranking of you know about two hundred uh, to get sixty points out of a guy who's going two hundredth overall. It's pretty decent, dude. Yep, we should probably get rid of Anthony Bavillier too. Yeah, I think that's probably our Svechnikov drop, right? Yep. 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 As soon as Svech yep. comes back, I, um, but also he's kind of in that same vein as Pavel Zaka. Keeping an eye on Jonathan Druin, um, Sharon first. So you know, what's for him? If if you're in normal to deep fantasy leagues, the goal is not necessarily you know you're not looking at somebody that on the cert. You, you're trying to find diamonds in the rough. And the best way to do that is to find people that are going to be surrounded by the diamonds. Mm -hmm. So, you know, is, is Jonathan Druin a star in this league? No. Is he going to be useful and serviceable when he's skating next to Nathan McKinnon and Rantanen? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Put, put me on a line with fucking McKinnon and Rantanen and I'm going to get some pucks bounced off of me. If I stand in front of the goal guys, wait up. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right hold on i'll 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 be, I'll be right there, there. Yeah. yeah you do a couple circles in the offensive zone then i'll be there exactly so and and that's that's kind of insulting during a little bit he he is skilled but he's he's not he's not mckinnon and he's not ranting so you know you've got a guy that is serviceable usable and going to be in a position to succeed so you're look especially in this really like like i said in our, in our other private you know dusty bender league um, it's not as shallow. I would say a 12 team league is probably pretty standard. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this 20 team league, you're, you're looking for value. You're looking for guys that are going to be sneaking on that first line or even maybe even getting power play time, you know, not, maybe not necessarily they're on, you know, they could be on the third line, but if they're on the first power play, that's something to look for as well. Right. And, and a bottom four pick, right? So, I mean, you, you so I, I, you know, this is, this is something you do in fantasy in general, right? Where where are guys projected to go? Where are people actually taking them? And what kind of value are they potentially going to bring, right? Like, what are they mm-hmm. actually going to bring to you? So Jonathan Druin in the bottom four or five rounds of your league is a great return, right? Because he can potentially put up, even if it's all assists, if he puts up, you know, 65 assists, right? It's just it's going to bring you that benefit, especially in those later rounds, than someone like Tyson Forrester, who we just had to drop, right? So if you're if you're getting down that deep to where you're starting to get into some of those sleepers and stuff like that, a guy like Jonathan Druin, who's clearly on the top line and had a had a high pedigree. I mean, like he he's you know he's put up a couple seasons where he could have potentially shown that I think he was a top three, he's a top five pick or something like that. I mean, he really was a pretty high draft pick. Um, you know he can show that stuff. Playing with McKinnon, like Chance was saying, it's, you could you could stick a fucking pylon out there. You could stick right. Doug. You could stick Doug Glad out there. And he's right. Gonna have, he's gonna have like you know twenty goals. So um, he scored with his ass. With his ass. Uh, yeah. So I, I really I really like this team. I think our D is a little little shady, but I, but we still got some guys on there that you know it's early in the season, so I don't I don't want to get too down on. Uh, guys like Gooley and, and Krug quite yet, but um, I this league we pretty much just looked at the scoring and said forwards are the key, and yeah. we we loaded up on forwards. So yeah, our goal our goal tending is nothing to write home about. Oh sure, let's not even look at it. Yeah, uh, can you black that? Out? Can you? Uh, yeah, let's block. Yikes! That look at that! Woo! Hello. Oh, that is dirty. That so, is. 
So I think it's I think it's important real quick before we kind of we kind of move on from the fantasy stuff. This is this is something that we're going to do every week because I think it's fun for you and I to have a team yes. against other podcasts, right? We can okay. kind of there's there's you know, there's no hurt in us kind of talking about guys that we're going to pick up and stuff like that. Uh what did what did our boy Austin Matthews put up for that game with his three goals? 8.1 point, points. So in like in our league, I got 15 points from that. Sure. Right. So that, and that's, I think that's more normal for a lot of fantasy leagues, right? Like a little more scoring. You want, you want to see those points a little higher. Um, so 8.1 for a hat trick with, you know, what, eight shots on goal. Um, that's, that's lower than we're used to. Right. So, right. uh, you so know, I think points are just harder little, to get in this league. Exactly. They're, they're much harder to come by. So, uh, it'll be interesting. So follow us through the whole season. We'll, we'll definitely every week kind of be making some of these pickups and drops and, um, and if you yeah. have any fantasy questions, let us know. Fuck. Yeah, man. I, we, I'm we always looking shit. I'm always looking shit. for, you know, it's, it's that day where you've got, you know, you got one, one, uh, play spot and two guys. Hell Yeah. So let us know if you have any questions. Cool. Happy to help it out. All right, Taylor, that's it for this episode, eh? That's it. Good on us, man. One thirty. Look at that. Look at that. On right on the dot. Uh, anything else you want to throw in there? Anything else? I know that we we've, we've already talked about it, but we're going to be in downtown Seattle next Tuesday night. Uh, that's going to be October seventeenth. We'll be downtown having some fun. Um, pro- maybe a little beforehand, but also you know a little bit after. So I got to um, work the next day. So we'll, we'll, I can see so uh, buy Taylor lots of shots. Yeah, come on I, out. No hard liquor for me. It's just Coors Light. Baby. Sure, yeah, yeah. That's that's he says he says that. Uh-huh. Now I say it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, but no, gonna gonna be a good time. What is the what is that Irish pub that we go to that I can never remember the name of? Oh, it's like McNair's or McClendon, McQu- something like that. But yeah, we'll be. I'm I'm already excited to go have a Guinness there. Um, before the game because we'll be at the the mediterranean nearby so uh pop in there probably and if we've got time maybe even make it down to uh the beer hall i do want to find it real quick because i think it's important for us it does seem like it's not even necessarily been like we never like made it a thing but it's just like become a thing you know Mm -hmm. like we always we always go to this irish pub before the games it's not Malady's, man i don't fucking know all right we'll find out (laughs) We'll figure it out. We'll get, we'll, we'll give we'll do what we did last time when we went and we'll give them a shout out. There you go. Perfect. All right, everybody. Thanks again for listening in. Please subscribe to us on whatever, however you guys listen to us, whether it's audio and so that we're on Spotify, Apple podcasts, all that kind of stuff. And if you're watching us right now, we are on YouTube. So please hit that subscribe button. We welcome all, we have a few new followers on here. We know that for sure. So guys, welcome. We hope you love the show. If you're at, we would love to engage with you guys. So jump onto us with Twitter or on Facebook engage with us, ask us questions, send us stuff, stuff you want to hear about anything. We're open to it. Um, we're, we're, we're happy to talk with you guys. Hell yeah. Cool. All right, everybody. See ya later.